Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. On tonight's episode, Evo participant Ninjanam is Crashing Game Night with us. Unfortunately, Gerard Barrera is hiding out from the Black Tusk in Foggy Bottom. But we are joined by Theo Walski and Jason uh, Belidio, and as well as his uh, probably double burger, kill the cow, Jack in the Box over there. How's everyone doing? Buttery tonight? Jack, sir. Buttery Jack. <laughs> Buttery Jack. Okay. Buttery how's Jack. It, how's it doesn't sound doing like tonight? a heart attack at all. How's it going, y'all? How's it going? Uh, so doing great. We'll, we'll welcome Ninja into our shenanigans tonight. Um, you know, Jason's just going to be over there eating his fries and burger. And... Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I mean, I hope then, you have your... And then he'll eat the leftovers out of his beard. Wait, what burger is it? That's my first question. It's a, um, it's the bacon buttery jack one. Ah. You know? So let me ask you a question. Why'd you do jack in the box instead of like in and out? Because uh, I had coupons. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like in so and out hard. gets played after a while. Like, um... No, I don't think it's not great. really, not really. It's still good every time. The only difference is that there's a line. It's like going to Chick-fil-A. It's like going to Chick-fil-A. Like drunk food. No, like any. you go to In-N-Out, you go to Chick-fil-A. You're going to wait in line for a little bit. Sometimes no. five minutes. Sometimes it's twenty. But so, don't you don't okay. say that about Chick-fil-A because all you need is the app. You can order ahead and then you can just go walk in and pick it up and bypass the line. Well, I'm sorry That's that the I don't. Tech. Yeah, that's that is the but, <laughs> Sorry, we're not overly loyal to Chick Fil A like Matt oh, is. I'm the guy like that of... always remembers Chick Fil A on Sunday and never gets anything. That's <laughs> because <laughs> they're closed on Sunday. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I go enough that they know me in the drive-through in the mornings. That's oh they know me by they know me by name. <laughs> I was like, oh, we got your tea ready. <laughs> right. So, uh, so Theo, how was uh, how was Comic Con? Dude, I'm so happy that I got to go for the first time ever. Big shout out to our buddy Josh Maldonado. Best of luck with his ventures on being an actor. Uh, huge shout out to him. He get, he got us uh, the ability to buy tickets uh, for uh, me and Jerry. So we got to experience it together for the first time. Uh, we didn't get to see too much beyond the main floor. Like we didn't get, to, we evidently learned that Hall H is apparently the huge one, where yeah. all the panels are, all the autographs and everything. So we missed out on that. Um, but we we had an amazing time. The place is freaking huge. So Jason and Matt, you know the size of LA Convention Center and E3. If you take the both halls together and at least multiply it by three or four that's the size of just the main hall for comic-con no way you still got all the stuff that's outside of the convention center that's free there's lots of booze there was like good uh there was good place brooklyn 99 bunch of stuff out there for people doing that and there's even stuff in the uh adjacent hotels in the hilton as well as in the marriott the main host hotel there was a lot of stuff well i know i know you guys missed a lot because i on that saturday i had called jerry and said hey did you see all the marvel news and he said no what was it no we didn't get to see any of the marvel news that was all in hall h <laughs> yeah, so let's 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 talk about that. It was a lot of bombs. They dropped a lot. So, 
You've got um, Black Widow standalone is going to be hitting in uh, May 1st of 2020, which that'll be interesting because the main villain for that one is going to be Taskmaster. So I don't know what it is with Taskmaster all of a sudden that they need to start making him a villain in everything. I mean, you had him in the Spider-Man game. He's a primary villain in the new Avengers game. Now they're making him a villain in Black Widow. <laughs> He's not like a huge, huge thing, I think. Um, Maybe but, you underrate. I don't know. And then you got um, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be uh, fall 2020 on Disney Plus, which I'd already interesting to see how they play that out. Um, if we're going to see him be full on cap or not, or if it's still going to be Falcon, um, that'll be real interesting. I it, but they, I, I think it'll be just Falcon. I don't think they'll quite get him. I don't think he'll fully embrace the shield on the show. I think that's going to be a movie. Okay. Do you, think, and, do you think that's going to be the next Avengers is this whole shield? I don't know because they didn't mention anything about Avengers being in phase four. So I'm assuming it's going to be phase five when we see Avengers. Well, I mean, I, I could probably what's... see that being phase five for Avengers. Cause I mean, they, they got a pretty good slot for phase four. I have no idea what phase four is, but you know, I just know they just shut down the, uh, yeah, know. that was phase three. Yeah. So I don't know what it entails for Phase Four. I'm just well, that's what we're talking movies. about. I mean, I'm just going to watch the movies. Exactly. So speaking of movies, as our listeners know, Jason does no research at all on, on or movies. pays attention to any news. He just eats burgers <laughs> and plays FF14. <laughs> yeah. God of War lately. Just letting you know. About time. Feel. I'm proud of you. You're still, that means you're beating me at least, at least because I'm not playing it. Yeah, we, we brought that up last week, Theo, when you weren't around. <laughs> yeah, not surprised. Talking behind my back. I got you. You should know. Just like Jerry's gotten the brunt of it, if you don't show up on time when you're supposed to, you are the victim. Sorry, I was flying to L.A. in order to experience San Diego Comic Con. So, yeah, speaking of movies, though, we got The Eternals coming out in November of 2020, which has um, Angelina Jolie and Salma Hayek both in it. Um, then we're going to have uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, uh, February 12th of 2021. Um, that one's going to be interesting because the Mandarin is the villain. What's wrong so with the I Mandarin being the villain? I just want to see how they're going to play off then Iron Man 3 because they were having the actor play the Mandarin. So I wonder how Did they're going to... Did you gonna... not watch the short? Nope. Oh, you need to watch the short because that will help explain a lot for that transition. Well, the short. Okay. The short yeah. goes into the uh, the actor that played the Mandarin in jail uh, and goes into how the real Mandarin wants an audience with him. Just find it on YouTube. It's like 13 minutes long. Okay. But it is the same 10 rings that kidnapped Tony Stark in the original movie, too. So this ought to be interesting how they tie an Iron Man to it. But especially with Tony dead. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, have spoiler. You, okay, I mean it's I'm been long enough, dude. We're it's past, we're beyond the statute limitations. So the whole "I love you" three thousand already ruins it, anyways. Let me ask you a question: Are we beyond the statute of limitations with Far From Home? Uh, 
what's is it two weeks? Oh, yeah, Nam, have yeah. you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Okay, at so, boy, at boy. All right, I, I haven't seen it yet. I plan to see it, but rumor is is that Tony's alive. Uh, nothing in there. Hold uh, on, hints at that. Hold on. There's a theory going around that it was actually a scroll that took his place at the end of okay. Endgame. Uh, Endgame, eh, I don't like that theory. Yeah, I don't agree. Like, I mean, the whole thing with Nick Fury, sure, I guess, but I mean, if you tie in the whole like Nick Fury's already in space, he said, and he set up for scroll to take his place but i mean i i'd like to see how they tie that in for the switch during endgame because i doubt a scroll is going to figure out time travel yeah well no at some point in time a scroll took tony's place on the at some point so right i don't know i'd like to i'd like them to point out when i would honestly exactly i would (laughs) honestly like to just see tony be dead though i really do just because they need to kind of sorry rdj <laughs> I mean, I, I I kind of agree. I mean, it, it the character Tony Stark is a little played out right now. Yeah. I mean, in total, how many movies was he in? Like eight. Um, three Iron Mans, four, four Avengers, Avengers, four Avengers, four. Avengers seven. Cam- cameo in Incredible Hulk. Yep. Um, uh. Homecoming. Coming. There's also um, Captain America, Civil War. Yep, Civil War. That's right. So that's nine. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a ton that he's been in. Um, so it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the Shang-Chi, though. I am. It's nice going to see some of the other lesser-known characters to the general populace. You know, I mean, if it if it helps with the theory about him still being alive, um, the next uh, artificial intelligence that he has as a backup is called Edith, and it yeah. stands for even dead. I'm the hero. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I would imagine Edith doesn't come online unless he's dead. So. I, I think he's dead. Tony. Yeah. Um, all right. So you've got WandaVision coming spring 2021 for Disney Plus. Um, you've got Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th of 2021, with the rumor that they're going to retcon Scarlet Witch so she fits better into the whole Doctor Strange world. Mm-hmm. Um, Loki, spring of 2021 on Disney Plus. Uh, what if is coming summer 2021, which is that that's the animated it, one, the right? animated series where it's like they go into what if and a lot of the car- people are coming back for it. Um, voices. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan is going to be Killmonger. You're going to have Sebastian Stan as as Bucky. Josh Brolin as Thanos. Mark Ruffalo, uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Samuel Jackson, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Haley Atwell as agent, you know, Peggy Carter. You're going to have Chadwick Boseman, uh, Karen uh, Gillen, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas. I mean, it is an insane amount of people that is in this show. 
Um, and it's all from the, I think it's from the watcher standpoint, um, who Jeffrey Wright is going to be voicing the watcher. Mm. Um, then we get, um, we've also got, uh, what is it? Thor, uh, love and thunder, uh, November 5th of 2021, which that one's going to be interesting because we get to see lady Thor. Lady, lady Thor. Thor. Yes. Lady Thor. Do they have so, a Thor gi? No comment. Oh my god. All right. So I don't. You know. I, no jokes for you, Jason. I, okay, not today. I like how they're going with Lady Thor, but I want to know how she's going to get her powers because in the comics she gets it by picking up uh, Molinar, which we know is destroyed. No, he's not. Mjolnir is not destroyed. The hammer is destroyed. Excuse me. Did you watch Endgame? Who picked up Mjolnir as well? Well, oh, that's right. They did bring it back for that one. Okay. Don't worry. Come Tuesday, you can watch Endgame on my account, and you can refresh. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I watched. Hey, Jason, I did watch Detective Pikachu. Time. So good, yeah. It was. It was. It was all right. I mean, it's it's not going to be like the greatest movie ever, but I mean, it's as a Pokemon movie. I love the Pokemon movie. Okay. Inge, what do you think about Natalie Portman being She-Hulk? You know, Lady Thor, not She-Hulk. Or Lady Thor. (laughs) Lady Thor. Um, Lady Thor. Well, I mean, it's she's already been confirmed in the. yeah, in the comic books, so oh, Natalie Portman, I think she might do great. Question mark. I think Natalie Portman's great as an actor, so I feel like why wouldn't the movie be good? Oh, that's fair. I don't know. Our our fearless leader. I just don't think dead. she has the. I don't think she's got the. I'm gonna kick your butt presence. Just because she's like all because like if you look everything? at if you, you look at ladies one. Okay. You I'm just Swan? saying, you look at you look like, at Lady nasty. Thor. You look at Lady Thor in the comics, though. She just has this presence about her that she looks at you and it's just like, I'm going to kick your butt without even batting an eye. I just to me, Natalie Portman this way. Would you have thought that with like Brie Larson or anything like she she makes she does a good presence of that with Captain Marvel? Oh, Brie Larson, absolutely. But I'm sorry, but Natalie Portman, I mean, come on. She couldn't even have thought you would have thought Brie Larson before seeing her in Captain Marvel would have had a presence. Okay, kicking your butt. Hold on. Natalie Portman couldn't act her own death scene in Revenge of the Sith. That was a long time ago. That was a long time (laughs) ago. That's plenty of room to improve your skills as an actor. I don't know. Um also, I think it's also the kind of like the um, the feeling when you're a human and you're going up against God, so she can't really act that way. But until she gets like powers, I don't actually know what the origin story is like. But maybe if she's you know worthy of Mjolnir or she gets Ooh, that's a good thunder point. powers, maybe she actually acts badass. I, I like that stuff. theory. It was just like, oh, she was playing the whole weak, weak human in in the aspect of everything. I like it like it we'll see i mean (laughs) (laughs) so 
And then the last announcement as far as shows and movies went in terms of that's already scheduled is Hawkeye going to it'll be fall 2021. Um, Hawkeye is going to be training Kate Bishop. Yes. So it'll be uh, really interesting to see how they do that. And is it is he coming off of kind of the Ronin personality or is it going to be more or less the him coming back as Hawkeye? So I think it'd be more coming back as Hawkeye because I mean, like we saw the beginning end game that he was already starting to like just kind of get her into the archery and everything. And she was already showing natural talent. And I think that he'll be really happy having them back that he he's kind of mm-hmm. already lost his Ronin ways. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. What do you guys think about the the blade reboot announcement with Marshala Ali? Dude, I think he's going to be awesome. I think... Sorry. um, I only think the only unfortunate thing is that they're kind of dismissing the Marvel Marvel Netflix universe. Since Maharsha Ali was um, Cottonmouth, is what I believe his name was. Yeah, Cottonmouth. Yeah, in Luke Cage. Yeah, and he did a phenomenal job. Unfortunately, he was kind of like a well, you know, no spoilers or anything. He wasn't really a big shot villain or anything like that. No, he's just mainly like well, a mob leader. I think that's the same way, though, for uh, Chris Evans. You know, he was Johnny Storm, and they kind of just threw that away and made him Captain America. So, yeah, but Fantastic um, Four wasn't part of the MCU, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think try, try to not say that any of the Netflix Marvel is part of the MCU either, though. Yeah, I will say this though. Wesley Snipes has already come out and said, "Hey, I I'm standing behind the decision." Oh yeah, and he, he actually has great actor, and he's he just he has that like like using Matt's word, he has that presence. All he's got to do is bulk up, and he's good. <laughs> hmm. I think it's gonna be really good, and I I hope they do it right. I mean. Wesley Snipes is essentially responsible, essentially, for the birth of the MCU, really. You know, they kind of dove into that. Yes. So Blade, even though it was New Line Cinema that did it at the time, it was one of the first Marvel movies, really, to help kind of bring it to the forefront that you could have the Marvel movies on the big screen. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they didn't really necessarily broadcast that they were Marvel when they first brought it out. It was just mainly it, well, one, one, were, of, one of the first trilogies that did pretty good as a comic book adaptation. Yeah, unless you knew the book, you didn't know Blade. But yeah. um, I, you know what, though? It, Wesley Snipes was an awesome Blade, and I, I hope they still kind of keep going with that, that completely – you know, badass blade. Um, but Marshall Ali just has that just presence about him. That's the wiser side. So I think maybe they'll go with, you know, hopefully blade is a little bit more, you know, wizened, so to speak, a little bit more knowledgeable and, and everything, but I'm, I'm anxious for that one. Um, also what wasn't announced was Avengers guardians three and Ant-Man three. And there's rumors that Ant-Man 3 might have been canceled. So we'll see about that one. And then 
Also, Marvel's already stated that they're figuring out a way to add mutants and the final, uh, the, sorry, the Fantastic Four into the mix. Right. So I pose this question. Should the first uh, new Avengers movie be X-Men versus Avengers? Mm, no. No. Why not? That was a really big book when they did that crossover. I think if anything, they first need to come out with an X-Men movie that fixes the recent ones. Oof. Including uh, the R-rated Logan? <laughs> Especially the R-rated Logan. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, I bought that on sale for like 10 bucks, and I was like, I watched it once, and I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just too soon for, uh, you know, the Avengers just completed... And then uh, they said, "Oh, we're done with Phase Three. Just give them a, give them a little bit of a break. They've been on uh, quite a few years <laughs> doing so many Avengers movies. Like, cut to something else for yeah. a little bit. So know, and then then retie it. Mm-hmm. So Disney has said they will do a Deadpool three, and they will allow it to be rated R. And they've also said that it is rumor, or they're kind of floating the idea that." In order to introduce Deadpool before the next Avengers, they may have him do cameos. I would, I would, like, I would love to see how other, they do cameos with like, Deadpool. I mean, you have the easy one with him being with X Men, so which he's already, yeah, X Force has already been introduced on that side, so it'll be yeah. interesting to see how they pull that in. So, right. but overall, that's a that was a lot of news last Saturday for Marvel. Um, yes, it was. was I wish Marvel I. Too. I only wish DC was that uh, planned out <laughs> with their movies that it could execute. Well, I mean, they don't have a strong enough foundation to build off of right now. So, yeah, I mean, they pretty much ruined that foundation themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've got the they've got the, the book, you know, the books and everything with Justice League and Wonder Woman Flash and all that. They just executed it so poorly. I like the standalone movies. It's just the Justice League one. They should just let Christopher Nolan do Justice League, and then we would have been good. You know, Nam, did you get anything uh, out of the San Diego Comic Con? Any trailers that you're looking into? I'm kind of behind because I was out of town during the San Diego Comic Con. Mm -hmm. But my only two movies that I'm really interested in are Shang Chi and Doctor Strange. So yeah, Shang Chi. Doctor Strange is my character, definitely my dude. Oh yeah, nice. So, how do you feel about Cumberbatch being Doctor Strange? Like when you first saw Doctor Strange, and it was Cumberbatch. I usually like refrain any type of judgment until I actually watch, <laughs> the, yeah, the movies, and That's I was fair. like, you know, cool. Yeah, a fair chance. It was actually honestly between him or Joaquin Phoenix, which was the other like uh, rumored. Rumored play uh, actor to be Doctor Strange, but I think Cumberbatch is actually a really good Doctor Strange for right now. Yeah, I just I I think I agree that I like him as Doctor Strange. I just despised his attempt at an American accent in the first Doctor Strange movie or first appearance. <laughs> it was just so bad. At least it got better in Infinity War and Endgame, but still, it was just so bad of an American accent. Benedict can't like this is one word that he can't say and I forgot what it was like penguins penguins because <laughs> he always says ba- penguins Pengu- yeah, penguins 
Yeah, I remember that because that was on an interview on Graham Norton show, and they like really tried to make him say it because he says it in a documentary that it's doing penguins in like some sort of rainforest or whatever, and he says it like twelve times, and people make so much fun of him for it. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel his pain. I'm just you know everything else, he's good. So. Ninja, I got to ask you as we move into the last uh, two pieces of news, um, what systems do you play? Um, I primarily play on PlayStation Four. Okay, that boy, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Okay. in good company. <laughs> a little bit of a PC, but the reason why I play on PS Four, well, besides that, I do like the system. Um, it's the the games that I like compete in. It's PS Four is uh, the competition term standard is what we call it. So. Yep. I'm like kind of like forced to play on standards right now. Yep, and Evo is uh, sponsored by PlayStation this year. Yeah, so, I mean, basically Sony like sponsors um, everything, every fighting, every fighting game <laughs> event. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Um, so, Wait, so, let's talk- so, it were did you have an Xbox when uh, Xbox was leading the whole esport contribution? Um. Honestly, Xbox wasn't like Microsoft didn't really do anything for us, or neither did Sony or Nintendo. But for a time, we were playing on Xbox 360 for a while, and I didn't own a 360. I only owned a <laughs> PS3. Oh, nice. So, okay. Yeah, I was actually so loyal playing. through and through. I mean, I was like, I didn't even buy any consoles. I was just kind of sharing it with siblings. Oh. Okay. So I played on PlayStation 3 and had to like adjust timings when I went to tournaments when I played the 360. Okay. Yeah. And I don't recommend that for any, any <laughs> tournament. Not, no. Well, <laughs> let's, let's speak about the, the, the Xbox over, you know, with Microsoft because they did have their earnings meeting last week and their revenue is down 10% versus the same period last year, even though Xbox subs are Xbox live subs are up. To 65 million now, which is up 14 percent. Hardware or their hardware sales rather decreased 48 percent. So we already <laughs> know they weren't doing a whole of lot, anyways. So a 48 percent drop is huge. Oh yeah. They don't have a red ring of death anymore. Maybe. You know, you didn't have to buy seven <laughs> Xbox 360s. <laughs> you know, if you had to buy seven Xbox 360s, you're you're Profit margins for hardware is going to drop. That's actually a fair point. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fair point, but uh, you also have to have games in order to to sell your console, Um, which there isn't a lot of. It makes sense when when you buy so many independent. uh, uh, They're uh, up to companies. They're up thirteen, up to thirteen now. First party studios, including like Obsidian and Rare and Three Four Three, you know, and yep. So. Um, I I think part of that downturn is probably because we we know that Project Scarlet is coming out next year. Um, we'll get more news of that. We may even get more news at Gamescom, which they're they're stating it's going to be bigger for them than E3. I'm like, what are you going to have? What seventy games now shown off or something? And and we're not still going to be able to see them because they flash so fast. Um, I just I'm not excited for anything outside of kind of maybe Halo. Hoping they get that franchise back to where it is. It's supposed bread to be. And butter. It is, and the fact that the last two games have been terrible, you know, yeah. happens to coincide with Bungie leaving. 
and going to do Destiny. Let's talk about and let's move on to the big end really quick. Um, Nintendo has had a class action lawsuit filed against them over Joy-Con drift, which I've never I haven't anticipated or experienced it rather for anything with Switch yet. Um, my Joy-Cons have been pretty good, but there's been a ton of people that have, you know, their Joy-Cons will stop moving it and the characters will still keep moving on the screen because the Joy-Con thinks it's still moving. I don't um, understand why that leads to a lawsuit. Because it was a known defect. Okay. That's what they're claiming. And Nintendo has come out and said that they're going to fix all Joy-Con drift issues now free of charge, regardless of proof of purchase or if the warranty is intact. Um, and anybody that's had it so far, um, had it done, they're going to get refunded. The $40 that it cost them to get it fixed. Okay. I mean, I've never experienced anything, but I don't really ever play with the Joy Cons, anyways. You don't play your Switch really at all. Yeah, I really don't play anything. I mean, I watch, you played Hue. I watched. You played Hue, and that was it. Loved Hue. Hue was amazing. It was amazing. So have you short, beat though? Have you gone? I have beat it. I, I've been trying to get the the flasks and everything, but you mm-hmm. lied to me. You said there what? was e- easily like four or five more levels. No, there was one one level left <laughs> after that part, after where uh, i was at there was one five then. okay i'm sorry i like okay sue me but it was still a great game um so you know what i i get it and i think what's going to be worse is with the switch light coming out and being that it's a the joy cons are fixed to the console now means you're gonna have to send your whole console off to get fixed if that happens again now you can't just go get a new pair of joy cons so as we as we alluded to, um, Evo 2019, Evo. sponsored by Sony, oh. s- starting uh, this weekend. So is it this weekend, or next week. Yeah, next it is weekend. this week. Is it next? next week? Oh, it is next, next weekend. weekend. Yeah. Next week, yeah. Dude, my dates are so off. It's been the last two weeks have been such a blur. So it is next weekend. Um, so we've got Ninja on, who happens to be currently. By rank.shuriken.com, the seventh ranked player for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Uh, you have you just placed third in the final round 2019 tournament. Um, you've placed fifth at CEO Taku 2018, third at the SoCal Regionals, uh, 13th at the Evo 2018, uh, fifth at CEO 2018. Um, you said you miss, there's missing a couple in there, you know, a couple majors. Yeah. Um, in, in other words, but, we are in the presence of greatness. How, <laughs> how does that feel though to be, you know, I mean, I'm not sure how big the population is. Cause I know like, I mean, there's a, what, 11, nine games that are going to be there at Evo this year, which mm-hmm. Marvel versus Capcom infinite got kind of put to one of those side tournaments. How does that make you feel though? Um, I feel like Marvel's Capcom has always been one of those major events until up until last year, um, and that's you know, due to the whole um, kind of like negative uh, stigma that happened during the release of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. So I'm kind of actually used to not being on the main lineup, honestly. Um, like at least in this like day and age, because. You know, I've we have like Marvel players kind of have to deal with the whole 
people trolling, people talking about, you know, your game's dead, yada, yada, yada. So, and then at the end of the day, like, it doesn't really matter even if we're not on the main lineup, or it kind of matters a little bit, but, you know, if we like the game, we just play it. So we're our, we're our own community, you know? What happened during the launch that kind of gave you guys that stigma? Um, uh, there's just like a whole big combination of factors that came into play, but um, some of the big ones to note to to note are like Marvel basically gave them like a really rushed timeline to make the game, and then pushed it up even further um, by a few months, and didn't give them a budget. They Marvel doesn't actually oh, wow. do anything. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so that means yeah, EA Marvel got the mix. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Capcom just, you know, they they couldn't get that out in time. And there's just basically like it doesn't look polished, is, is really what it is. Oh. And there's those whole other issues like marketing. No one even knew about it that it was coming out until you know, the time came and Marvel just has this thing where they really like to have other people push out products to, to advertise and to market, uh, to help the movies rather than if we were to wait and let this game release after infinity war, could you imagine how, how many people would have bought that game just oh, because wow, of yeah. infinity that's war? true. That's a good point. I mean, I yeah. honestly, to your point, Ninja, I didn't even know infant was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, the, Four. That advertisement was four. I knew about you know Marvel vs. Capcom three when that was coming out and everything, but I had no idea Infinite was even coming out. Yeah, because like three really, there was just so much announcements and hype behind it. Like every Comic Con had a release, mm-hmm. um, and Evo of course had a release, and then when the game came out, it was really it just looked so good. You know, it had this yeah. self jaded oh, yeah. comic feel to it, and then. For Infinite, you know, Marvel has this different art direction nowadays. It's changed. Obviously, you know, it's more of the realistic art style and kind of felt pushing for the whole, like, um, I don't know, like a mobile game feel to it. It's it's just all kinds of weird. And at, then finally, like, a bu- there's just a lot of bad press. Um, just a lot of people just talking bad about it. So, so when you look at Marvel versus Capcom and not being on the the main lineup when you look at the lineup you've got street fighter 5 arcade edition tekken 7 smash brothers ultimate those are you know three of the biggest names you know fighting game wise but then you've got you know mk11 soul Calibur 6 and then you've got the other ones which i would say i would not put them on the same plane as marvel or scalcom but that's because i go back to the age of x-men you know cross street fighter the original marvel you know Um, but you've got Dragon Ball Fighter Z, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, and Samurai Showdown. Oh, and then a game called Undernight. Yeah. So do you think that, honestly, that with your community, do you think there'd be better representation having Marvel versus Capcom on the main stage versus some of those other smaller ones like Undernight, which I've never even heard of as a game? Um, so... The, the thing about EO lineups is there's definitely a lot of politics in the play. Um, and, of course, the Versus series is very well-beloved, right? But because of the whole, like, negative thing, that's why EVO didn't even get to... Like, they didn't get the same factor in choosing the Versus series to be on the main lineup. They actually have mm-hmm. to, like, ask the companies, right? So then 
it has to go back to Capcom. But then Capcom basically said um, it wasn't us that made the the no, that gave the no, right? So it leaves us with one other company, which is uh, yeah, of course. Okay. Um, so besides all that, yeah, of course, I think the Versus series would do very well, and I think if it didn't lose the the track attraction during 2018 last year then i think we still would have had a, a good amount of people playing and still you know competing at evo and there, there would have been a good like show up but the other games have like they're there because of other companies like samurai showdown is a new game and just evo has this yeah just came out it's actually a pretty fun game yeah. um new games always have this allure everyone wants to enter because it's new it's fun um, you have a chance of winning, so that's like free entrance, right? Okay. Of course, Evo is going to grab that, and then other things like NRS games. Of course, Mortal Kombat is going to be there. The and BB Tag is the the one anime game that is there, you know, not including Dragon Ball because Dragon Ball is just Dragon Ball is just Dragon Ball. That's just a <laughs> uh, a big um, IP. But the one the one game that kind of threw everyone off is Undernight. And it's not to say that Undernight is not a popular game. It's just that Undernight has this, like, it kind of came out of nowhere. And people knew about it. It's just, it just came out. The community just came out in droves. There's, like, heavy support. It's one of those, like, we love our game, we're going to play it kind of thing. So Evo was just like, you know what, we're going to give it a chance. And then I think it did pretty well. I I forgot the numbers. The numbers are, like, um, uh, probably, like, 700 or something. I've how many are, how many are showing up for your guys's side tournament? Um, Have you seen the numbers yet for that? Yes, I've seen the numbers. I believe the numbers are about forty right now, forty ish for Marvel Infinite and seventy ish people for Marvel Three Ultimate Marvel Capcom oh, Three. Sounds pretty decent. Nice. Yeah. Are you doing both? I'm doing both. Yeah. Okay. Boy. Very yeah. nice. And both so, games were also side games last year too. Oh, that's a shame. It's a shame. Are you like, do. Are, are you doing any of the big lineups, Ninja? Um, not this year. I I've kind of been like dealing with like IRL stuff and all these things, so I, I haven't been like practicing very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I decided not to just you know not to waste my time and you know just go zero and two in pools or, or anything like that. Right. Just have some fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just totally, just have some fun. There you go. Yeah, watch yep. the watch that big screen, man. And they got a good. They got a good number for Undernight. It shows uh, about eleven fifty for players registered. Dang. Right. That was um, last week. Yeah. That's amazing. That's to to reach over yeah. a thousand is great. That's big. That is something that is yeah for a new game or one that not a lot of people know of in the mainstream to have that many. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Guys got. You guys got any wild guess on Smash Bros? For who's winning um, or, or for how many? How many? So yeah. I'm going to put it because I know SmashCon is over 2,000, um, approaching okay. 2,500, which is a huge Smash Brothers tournament, which happens actually out here in Virginia. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to guess probably about three to 4K. Okay. Jason? I say 27. Ninja? I have the tweet up, so I'm oh, not going to tell The most recent I see is 35-22. Oh, dang. Dang, yeah. Yeah. 
That's huge. Yeah, that's the, such the, a huge gap too. Because then next you got Street Fighter Five with 1950, Tekken yeah. Seven with about 19 even, uh, Samurai Showdown. Like, like you said, with a new game, it's got some hype. So it's 1725. But hold on, in all fairness though, Samurai Showdown goes way back. But so it's almost like a it's like a reboot. A reboot? Oh, yeah. okay. It's a polish. It's a touch up. You know, it's a touch up mm-hmm. of the classic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy because like Ninja knows like on pool day on the first day it's just bodies and systems going nonstop like tons and tons of games. Actually, Jason, you went. Um, my guess is 2014 or 2015 or. Uh, the last one I think I was at for sure was 16. I think that was the last time we went. That's when uh, other Jason was there as well okay so that means that was already at the mandalay bay convention yeah that was already at mandalay yeah okay yeah i mean if you guys were even there from like um what's it like 2014 or just at 2015 i think yeah 2015 was 2015 was the first year i think they went to uh no it was 2016 16 yeah because i remember watching the first one out in the uh on the sports book and all yeah. y'all, all of you guys went out to the uh, actual hall. Yeah, so that's why, like, 2016, that was at the Manly Bay, and it's huge nowadays. But back then, we were in hotel ballrooms, and it was just packed. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. 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 We were at, like, the Paris and um, uh, Westgate. And, Westgate. Yeah, it's just, things just blew up, so. Yeah, and that's when it was, uh, you know, everybody's in just one room. Chairs yep. lined up, people sitting on floor. Dang, that was that was so insane. When you look at the the tournaments and stuff that you've been to, Ninja, which which is more your your favorite to go to? Is it Evo? Is it CEO? Is it Final Round? Which um, one? Which one do you look forward to every year the most? The the one tournament. I'll say every tournament has their own kind of like flavor mm-hmm. and Evo is the biggest one, but it's not my favorite tournament technically because Evo, there's no like, there's no real like personal feel to it. It's not intimate. It's just one giant convention center. You know, it's just like, it's a tournament that hosts all these games and you're only there because it's a championship and people from all around the world are there. Yeah. And for me, for me personally, it's like a five-hour drive. It's really short. It, it costs me almost nothing to go there. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the hotels, on the other hand, cost a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that, it, it makes up for it, right? But yeah. um, for me to go there, to see friends from around the world, not even around like, across the country, like, you know, people play, my friends from Japan, friends from Europe, you know, friends oh, from wow. Latin America. Yeah, I... I do meet a lot of people at Evo, so I do like it for that. However, if we're talking about tournaments, there's two tournaments that are really standing out um, for players and spectators alike. I would say Combo Breaker and CEO are the two tournaments that I look forward to every year, and I try not to miss it. So, What is it about CEO? Because I know this year, some of the ones I've been following in the game industry, like especially like Smash Brothers, stuff like that, what is it about CEO that's got everybody so hyped with it? Compared to an Evo, CEO is um, hype because of the tournament organizer Jibaley, and Jibaley, 
if you don't already know him, his ego knows no bounds, right? He's, he's got a big <laughs> head. But it's not bad. It's because he wants to make something great and even greater every year for the attendees of CEO, right? So he's always got these ideas and he has his, like a, a wrestling theme um, for his tournament. So one of the big things you see is that, of course, if you watch it, you know that top eight finals at least for the main games, are in the wrestling arena, and every top eight player gets an entrance. That's awesome. That's oh, awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's so, awesome. <laughs> like, and turns out that a lot of fighting game players have um, they like wrestling. <laughs> There's a lot of crossover there. So, so, what was your what was your entrance? Since you were top, you were fifth. Well, the thing is, I wasn't on the main lineup. Oh. And even even though it was on the main lineup last year, and I did get fifth. Um, I did. They didn't give us an entrance, and then I'm not gonna get too much into it. But they basically kind of gave us a shaft, basically. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, but you know, I'm not too mad at it. Um, I did get to participate in an entrance. I didn't have my own entrance this year, so I thought that was kind of cool. And they have actual wrestling shows, like people from or like all over actually come to the event not just to play video games, but they are actually there for the wrestling event too. Oh wow. Yeah, hmm. that's pretty cool. Hmm. Also, this year it was by the beach. Last year it was also by the beach too. Daytona Beach. Daytona Beach. Yeah, so it's not it in was, Orlando. It was anymore. end of June, right? Yeah. So it's actually beautiful. I actually went and um, I I didn't really even like play any games. I like or like like compete like hardcore. You know what I'm saying? I just came there for vacation. I hit the beach. I just relaxed, had some drinks, and you know just hung out with friends. It was overall it was a good time. There you go. Yeah. Are you gonna go to uh are you going to Taku in September? Um I'm going to try to go to CEO Taku. Yeah. And that's just Jabali's spin-off of his major, but with only anime games. Um and Marvel mm-hmm. is on the lineup. Although Marvel Infinite's not on the lineup, but Marvel Three is on the lineup. I do enjoy his majors though, so So early bird oh. registration's ending soon too. Talk about that's something I didn't know. So you brought up the wrestling aspect. I didn't know he was involved with AEW, the All yep. Elite Wrestling, which is now getting ready to start up on TNT to really bring competition to the WWE now. Mm. So for the first time in a long, like in a while, we're gonna have competition again, <laughs> and half the you know half the X. You know, WWE guys are all over AEW now. Um, but I didn't know he was they were actually really involved with that. And that yeah. it's a a cross promo for the yeah. Jabali, he's he's a businessman. He's very well networked and he's also like really good friends with Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. um, Kenny Omega. You know, those are the two like big wrestling names that are into like video games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Up, yes. up, down, down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we so, actually. Uh, yeah. So Jason, during E3, was playing in the group next to Xavier Woods. Yep. During the Final Fantasy XIV demo. During the demo. And so you could we actually, tell, you could tell it was him because one of that afro, the fro, yeah. but uh, two, he was just this huge buff dude that's just like going insane and like giving everyone high fives. Enjoying it, the heck out of yeah, it. and he was, you know what though, and that's the thing I love about Xavier Woods though is that he's all about the gamer. He he knows his stuff. I mean, him and AJ Styles collect like vintage consoles and everything. And he was super nice at E3. Um, 
asked him to grab a picture really quick and you know honestly everyone we met at e3 was great too though he was really into that game too yeah he was he was very enthusiastic with that game (laughs) he wanted to earn the shirt you know oh yeah but they won i thought that was i thought he said that was his second shirt um well i mean like a lot of times like big name celebrities as well like they'll, they just kinda, the, they'll just get they'll just get the just, promo. They stuff. just walk over there, take a picture, and then they get the promo stuff. Yeah. But uh, that one, Xavier Woods really wanted to earn it. This like mm-hmm. that earned that gotcha. one. So, do you think? I want to ask you this, Ninja, because with Sony is being the official partner of Evo, with you know eight of the games being played on the PS4, which of course we know Smash will be on the Switch. But do you think they'll drop any? Any news in use um, Evo as that platform? I don't think Sony is going to drop anything at Evo. I think that's just not the... I wouldn't say that's not the right place to drop anything in particular. It's just that Evolution itself is kind of a small time, at least compared to what they've had before, which is like PSX. Mm-hmm. And um, I think they could have a easier, bigger market to drop other stuff, basically. And I don't know if I don't think they have a PSX this year, but no, they yeah they canceled it for this year. Yeah, they typically don't ever um, release anything for Evolution, at least anything non-game related, like non-gaming company related, is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like, so Capcom will probably have something, Bandai Namco, yep, uh, Arxis, et cetera, et cetera, but not not Sony. Yeah, uh, does Ono still come by with the uh, show you can pose? He does that every time. Every year. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't even matter where where you're at. If he's there, he's going to do the whole show you can pose. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a tournament. Like, he actually oh. did that at, um, <laughs> what, was that E3 or was it AX? Or what What happened, like, a couple weeks ago? I forgot. But Well, both, actually. Uh, Anime yeah. Expo was two weeks ago, and then uh, E3 Three I think was, was like a little four, over a month. Yeah, four yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there for like um, some sort of panel, of and it was just a Q and A panel. Honestly, nothing, nothing really crazy happened, but he still did the whole show. You can think <laughs> it's a shtick. <laughs> hey, everybody's got to have their thing. He's got to say it in his like really, really hard to understand English. Oh yeah, says, you know. Hello, everybody. You know, everyone. You know what time it is? <laughs> it's so you <laughs> can show time. time. <laughs> what are you uh what are you going to be playing up until the tournament are you actually going to start you know continue prepping for it and playing some verses or are you uh playing other games right now to kind of just chill from the real life stuff um yeah i think i'm starting to get to like a good stable zone so once i'm you know good with the irl stuff i'm going to start practicing again because i don't want to embarrass myself i should everyone's like no, you're gonna make top eight, right? You're gonna win Evo, right? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> haven't haven't practiced for like a month or two. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try to practice, you know, Marvel Infinite and a little bit of Marvel Three, of course. But I'm playing a little bit of Street Fighter Five, and I'm playing Samurai Showdown right now. And I think Samurai Showdown is really fun. Nice. Like, really fun. Did you ever play it back when it was out Neo Geo in the arcades and stuff? I played Samurai Showdown on emulators, so I didn't. Um, the thing is, like, my family didn't really take me out to arcades very much, you know, strict family. Um, but 
uh, I my brother had an emulator on his computer, and I played. I forgot which Samurai Showdown it was, but it, the last time I played it had Genjiro in it, so it wasn't like the very beginning ones. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, how does it compare? It's honestly the, the the thing is like I was young, I was really young, and I button mashed back then. I didn't know what I was doing, you know. <laughs> I just you know when you're young, you just oh. want to do as, as many special moves as possible, so you just you know do a bunch wiggle of the, things. Wiggle the joystick, hit all the buttons. So yeah. pretty much button Theo smash. playing. So uh, Theo playing. Hey, killer screw instinct. you! No, got it. <laughs> Shots <laughs> fired. So E three what? No, that? shut up. No, shut up. I will admit I'm a button smasher. We don't need to say this story. I will <laughs> so, admit it. I'm not denying it. We I just don't need to tell this story. <laughs> so I go back to Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo and the arcade, like the original nice, Killer Instinct. So I saw guys walking around the E3 convention center with these KI shirts that said established in, you know, in the establishment year. And I was like, I got to get one. So we finally we found where they were doing the demo. We decided to go up. I'm still trying to get, you know. Like you, right, Ninja? When you play fighting games, it's a game you played all the time. Your fingers just get that twitch, right? Where you just know all the moves, you know all your combos. It it's like riding a bike, right? Yeah. So I picked Orchid, who that was my that was I love my Orchid by the way. You know, Orchid. Orchid is I love Orchid. Um, so Theo went with Riptor. Damn right. And I gave up round one. Because I was still getting used to the new, the newer moves, the newer control style with the Xbox and whatnot. Um, but then, button smashers can get lucky sometimes. He was he was button smashing, had me about half life on round two, and then all of a sudden it just clicked, and I just destroyed him with just combo after combo. It was to and, the point I put down the controller. Yeah, and I was like, ah, this. Stuff. I didn't lose a single <laughs> ounce of quit. life after that. Yeah, it was it was about a rage quit. <laughs> but uh, that is that that is the one fighting game that I wish that they, you know, Microsoft didn't have the rights to Rare that we would be able to see it come back on, say, the Switch or even bring it to the PS4 for that matter. Um, I love KI. To me, that is always my favorite fighting game. Ooh, Nam, is there any like good rage quit stories of like Evo or C or anything? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's gotta be good stories. Come do on. You, do you want stories of? Uh, does it have to be recent or new? No, like your what's your one that stands out the best for you in your mind? What's that? Yeah, exactly. What's the one rage quit moment in any of your tournaments that just is like honestly something you remember all the time? Um, I I haven't personally. Okay, well that's not true, but I haven't personally <laughs> made anyone rage quit to the point where it was like, like, like memory worthy. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like or, or like throwing stuff for me. Right. But I've, I've but have you witnessed I've, one? <laughs> I've I've witnessed a, a I've witnessed a lot not in person. And I've witnessed some in person, right. but the ones that aren't in person, the ones that are like recorded, like those are those are really good. <laughs> There's there's actually and um, I'll, I'll tell you this is like an old story long time ago evolution like 2000, 2010 maybe I think I want to say it's two thousand ten okay. um, actually there's there's a little bit of a beef between these two players and these two players are actually from Arizona um, that's the state that I'm from and one of these players uh, he's very animated when he plays his you might know his box he plays Abel in Street Fighter four and he beat 
another player named Scumbag, and you know he was doing his whole antics whenever he does an ultra Juice super. Box? Yeah, he does the whole throwing up, and then he goes like this, and he just, it's just very <laughs> tilting when you're right next to them. But this the other player he lost, and he just he he got up and he didn't even shake his hand. He yanked his entire stick and threw it. But <laughs> oh wow! But he when he threw the stick, the wire was connected to the to whatever you know console that was so it actually yanked the uh the console and the console almost fell oh um, no yeah so oh. there's there's those stories um other stories like you know just like smash players throwing their pads and it just like bounces and flies across the room basically Jeez. um yeah there's, there's a lot of those but personally i haven't actually seen it myself uh, or or have created those. I wish I one day I do create one of those moments. Yo, that, <laughs> when you do, let us know too, man. I hope it gets recorded so yeah. it stays forever. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've had a lot of people who like stand up and don't shake my hand. There's there's a lot of those too. Okay. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had moments. Yeah, it's a little salt, the, but it's the, not the, like those moments. Just like really piss you off is like, dude, like ha- have some sportsmanship, like have some class. Um. Yeah. I honestly, I've come to just accept that some people are just too passionate or just they just wear their emotions on their sleeves and i'm just like dude i outplayed you like what do you want <laughs> yeah like, um, i mean that's the thing is if i get my butt kicked at any game that just there's just better yeah but some people don't accept that and that's kind of the problem so i just kind of ignore it and you know just let it happen I've also made someone cry too, but you know we're not gonna get into that. So. Wow, Dang. it's all right. We can talk about Jason if you really want to. But <laughs> Jason's always smiled every time we play games. So yeah, oh yeah, because like even like I'll be stuck in. He does it when he beats loops. Jerry at Monopoly. I'll be I'll be stuck in loops or whatever playing uh, Nam, and it's just I'm like, dude. Like, how are you doing that, man? And I'm watching his fingers, and he's just like, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, you get used to the rhythm and everything like that. I'm like, oh, teach me, teach me. <laughs> so, uh, Jason, are you going to actually uh, keep playing God of War this week? I am. Uh, one, one, one thing before uh, we switch the topics and stuff, um, Ninja, I'm just curious of, you know, Eva always gets this like one hype thing where it's like the Ojo laugh or the cell entrance mm-hmm. of all of those, like the Rufus, um, which one of them annoys you the most or which one of them is like, I can not deal with that anymore. Dude, that's um, a loaded question. No, cause I mean like question. it's, it's, it's loaded, but it's still like one of those things. Cause everyone's always like, boom or little Ojo laugh. Ho, ho. I I thought I thought you were gonna ask me which one was my favorite, but which, one, which one's your favorite? Which one's your favorite? Which one's your favorite then? <laughs> Either way, you're <laughs> you walked into that way. Um, yeah. <laughs> you gave him that. Uh, I'm a fool. Um, <laughs> I I gotta start naming them off for me to remember. You said the cell the cell scream. That's cool, but it's not. That's like probably one of my least favorites. I mean, it's just recent. That's why I like. <laughs> Well, you know, like well, there's a there's a bunch that we've had over the years. Like those are the only ones I can think of off the top of my head. Honestly, I actually don't really like the cell one that much because it got old, and um, that one is not good. But then 
I'm trying to think of all the other games. I really like the Rufus one. Yeah. I actually oh, when the whole the whole crowd just like lifts up their hands. Boom! Boom! Um, the Yamcha one is actually good because I actually play Yamcha. So he, what he, uh, when he does his level three, he goes, he does this, and then he, he like does a whole like wolf howl. That's probably one of my more favorite ones recently too. Oh, right, sorry, yeah, yeah. Annoying. Uh, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> So we know uh, Jason's going to be playing some God of War. Yep. And some more Final Fantasy fourteen. Did you find a raiding party yet? Nope. No raid party. Uh, actually, I've just been on my free time. I've just only been trying to play God of War. I did reduce the difficulty, though. Well, I, you started off on, like, insane. I, I, I reduced I went from Bring Me God of War. I did bring it down to Challenging. It is. I you can are, play through it now, though. I can tell you right now, you're gonna drop it when you get to the Valkyrie Queen. No, no. I mean, like, she is all, going to work you. I mean, the one thing that I found out was that Bring Me God of War has, like, the the monsters have a rage uh, mode. Okay. Trust and me. I I didn't know that, but like now, right now, I'm like going through it. I'm. I mean. Slowly, because I only play a little bit of time. Uh, I got to the. I'm at the. Sh- I'm at that little lake right now. Just you know, still early, mm-hmm. still early. But uh, it's. So you uh, you met Freya yet? Uh, the Witch of the Wood, sir. Yes. AKA friend of the podcast, Danielle Biscuti. But uh, she is in my game. She's still known as the Witch of the Wood. We know Theo's not going to be playing anything. Well, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, come on. I mean, well, sorry if I need to train for nationals up in three weeks. Is it really in three weeks already? Yeah, and I have a tournament next Saturday, too. Yeah. Are you playing? Uh, I participate in archery. Oh, that's awesome. I love Real archery. Hawkeye. Hmm. Oh. Our <laughs> and uh, nationals is the first stage for Olympic trials. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually really like the archery archetypes of characters. So, nice. yeah, Doctor Strange. We used to, yeah, we used to go weekly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back when I was in Colorado, we used to go weekly. Yeah, just go shoot. I used to go. I, I used to practice a lot more. So I used to go like three times a week, but now I just got like too much going on with everything. So I maybe do like twice a week. Speaking of archery archetypes, I will be uh, starting to play Fire Emblem tomorrow. Three hours. Didn't that come out last week or something? Oh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. So it'll be interesting because they've made some changes to it. So everyone's saying the changes are great, but it takes it a little bit away from the uh aspect you know what made fire emblem fire emblem Mm -hmm. um and then speaking of neo geo um i was digging through on the switch and came across super baseball 2020 that was made by snk and put out on the neo geo which was ported to the super nintendo that i used to play all the time so i've been cracked out on that the last couple of days so we gotta ask you one question Ninja, before we can uh, start wrapping things up, is what is your favorite game to play 
on game night with your friends and family? Could be board game, video game, whatever it is. But what is your favorite game for game night? Made up game, game that makes people toss tables, whatever. Definitely a game that makes people toss tables. Um, I mean, I do, I do like the Jackbox games, but um, I kind of grew kind of tired of that. Honestly, I'm gonna have to go with the uh, the tried and true. I'm gonna have to go with the tried and true. That's uh, that's Mario Party. Nice. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Which Mario Party? Uh. Uh, I haven't played a lot of Mario Party uh, recently, but like I grew up playing a lot of Mario Party Four. That was on the GameCube. Nice. And, but honestly, I think like any of the Mario Party is a fun. I played some of the new ones like Bowser Party or Bowser Mode or whatever it is. That's yeah. also really fun too. Yeah. The super, the new one, Super Mario Party is it's fun but not great. Really? It's it's short. It has like four boards, I think. Yeah. For each uh-huh. mode, that's it. So, I mean, we have fun with it, but we haven't touched well, it since we unlocked all the maps. I just like, like a year ago. I just like ending friendships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there's there's actually another another one that um, only this is kind of like a little bit more specific to me and my my group of friends, and actually Jason is part of this too. Oh yes. But, yeah. <laughs> I know so, already. Yeah. So. Uh, during some of the downtimes, you know, let's just let's just say we we went to Evo and we're back at the hotel room and it's it's a long day, so no one really wants to play games. So instead, what we do is we put on um, eight player. I guess Smash. Yeah, it's it's eight players Smash Brothers, but oh, all of them are CPU. All of our CPUs, and so what we do is each person gets to put in um, like like a dollar, and they get to to bet on which of their, their <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> so we would have a room full of eight people. We're just yelling at the TV with like eight player <laughs> CPU at the max, like max oh, rank Lord, difficulty. That's awesome. Right? And they're just going at each other, just going crazy. Yeah, it it's, is. It's a fun it's, time. It's, it's I think high. that's best idea I have heard in a yeah. long time. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's it's funny too because you can't start a game until you have all eight right. players like locked well, in. Well, basically, what happens if we have not enough eight players? We're ju- we're just gonna start like yeah, reducing. We just, the amount of CPUs. The yeah. CPUs, but like you have some people that are just like looking because they'll get caught in a random combo and they'll just lose a life within like 10 seconds. And I, I, I love our buddy Mike though. I love Mike. <laughs> he, he will just be the loudest and most hyped for it though. It is just classic Mike. Yeah, Th- those are good times. So those those are good one. times and. And granted, a lot of us, a lot of us, not all of us, but most of them are sober during the time too, and we're just super hyped. So, Ninja, where can uh, where can the listeners follow you at? And- um, yeah. So my my biggest social media um, that I am active in is Twitter. So you can find me at twitter.com slash ninjanon15. Um, I stream sometimes too. That's just on uh, twitch.tv slash ninjanom15. So you can find me on those uh, those websites. Yep. Well, I want to say uh, good luck to you for 
Evo next weekend. Yeah. Thank Go you. Ahead, Thank you. It's going to be pretty, pretty intense. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and I uh, definitely want to thank you for uh, coming out and crashing game night with us. Um, Jason, is this that is time? For, good, sir. It is that time. It is for the helium. Yo. Oh, uh, Ninja Nam, before uh, we do any of this, give me a number one through 20. 15. Oh, geez. Oh, dang. You're targeting. Your target is a, is a high check. You know Remember, what? this is for the helium, man. This is for the helium. So, Jason, I'm going to give you a plus two to your roll. What? Because he keeps playing God of War and Theo doesn't play it. Um, That's some bull. Hey, and That's Jason was plus part two of, worthy. Maybe and, plus one. Okay, I'll give you plus one. Okay, Jason, plus you got plus one. one to your roll. Okay, plus one. Here we roll go. it. Hey, man. Just standard high checks, 15, Nope. Right? Nope. That is you nowhere roll? near. See, you can't roll a crit yes. unless it's on the no computer. No here. So. a six. No inspiration? Let him roll, reel and re-roll? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's lucky. He's lucky I didn't take his character sheet for that crap roll. <laughs> DM has <laughs> spoken. All right, Jason. So that, that means helium. Wow. I'm going to get some balloons. I'll get some balloons. Show. Oh, so, he had, so he has to take an entire show while inhaling as, as much of the show. It is it's not. <laughs> yes. Kids don't, right. don't suck on right. helium the whole time. Le- but. <laughs> okay, so we'll make a deal. Like at least, so at least I'll, two balloons. Well, at least I, two no, good hey, balloons. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna roll again to see how many balloons I have to. to get. <laughs> All right. Come on, Watch twenty. Roll. If Watch I roll, roll twenty now, good I'm gonna be 20. so mad. <laughs> Twelve. Right All there. Right. Oh. All right. I'll <laughs> say this. We'll do 12 divided by 2, so 6 balloons, because right. we don't need... That gets expensive. It does, no, no. but we don't need to have Jason losing well, any more brain cells than the Jack of the Box <laughs> already did. With that, you know, um, once again, Ninja, thank you very much for coming on and crashing game night with us. Uh, don't, everybody, Don't tell Jerry, by the way. Sorry, I'm like, don't... All you listeners out there, don't let Jerry know what happened. You know, he'll probably hear Ooh. it anyways. But, yeah, let that uh, be a surprise. If let it be a surprise for him show. if he doesn't. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear a squeaky lion's mane. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm shocked that we didn't get to make fun of him today. You know, not as much as we normally would have. No. But it's okay. We had, we had good company he, he with had a, us. He had a good excuse. And yes, we, we had Nam, Definitely which had. was awesome to have Nam Absolutely. On. So... Everybody, if you like what you heard, as always, please make sure to hit that subscribe button, comment on the podcast platform that you are listening to on us right now. Um, Also, don't forget to follow our news channel over on Apple News. Check out the website, CrashingGameNight.com, for all our latest articles, which we just posted three today. Uh, More updates for yesterday. Spider-Man Far From Home, those are on the Apple News channel now, as well as our um, overview review for the new Switch Classic upgrades and the Switch Lite. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks.